What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today, my friends, I have found a brand new encounter, an alien encounter that I had not come across. Uh, It's from the other side of the world, so maybe that's why it took a little bit of time to get here to America. But it's very fascinating. Different type of aliens. Uh, So that's really cool. Um... So I'm excited to bring you those aliens as well as this alien abduction of a couple. Uh, let's see where they're from here. They're they're actually from the Ukraine. So maybe that's why it's making headlines now. So this article comes to us from UFOinsight.com. And uh, obviously the Ukraine has been in our hearts and minds. And in this encounter, two individuals in 2008 were abducted from a city called Dubno, D-U-B-N-O, in the summer of 2008. A husband and wife were taken on board a strange disc-shaped craft while standing outside their home in the early hours of the morning. Not only did they undergo several experiments and procedures, but they were also claimed they were taken into deep space and to two separate planets. Okay, guys, now this is like one of the best possible case scenarios for us to learn about what this alien abduction scenario is really all about. Okay, so let's dig into it. They actually have descriptions of the planets as well as the aliens as well as what happened to them. So this is like the full the full amount of information that you would want in a alien abduction experience to be given to you. So that's what I'm going to do. So there's a few sections of this. Um, the first part is them being abducted. The second part is them being inside the craft. Uh, third part is them being transported at a high rate of speed to another planet and then what they observed on this other planet as well as the aliens descriptions of why we humans haven't killed ourselves yet so let's get into it man lots to discover here uh this may be a little bit of a longer podcast because i want to give you guys all the details so uh stick with me but i won't give you anything that's too superfluous or too too much wording that's unnecessary so these guys got abducted. It, his, the, the male's name was Vladimir Voroneski, and he was 34 at the time of 2008. And his wife, Olga, was 29. And they had two young children. They did not get abducted. The children did not get abducted, just the adults. But they were home um, after being out and grabbing some groceries. They noticed uh, a, you know, a, a standard UFO in the sky. Uh, what they thought was a flying star, maybe a shooting star. They dismissed the girl, uh, their daughter's claims that they had seen it as well, and they went home. Okay, Now, they weren't sure if it was a plane or a satellite or what it was, but they definitely all saw something. Okay, So the va- family returned to the home. Several hours later, at about 2 a.m., with the family asleep, Vladimir suddenly awoken by a bright light that illuminated his entire room. 
He turned to wake up Olga and let her know what was going on. However, they were both still half asleep and they thought that they were dreaming. So they turned over. However, Vladimir also went back to sleep. And then he was woken up again out of a, out of a deep sleep. <clears throat> uh, several moments after this, they both jumped, uh, jumped out of their beds and went to go see what happened outside. So without even getting dressed, <laughs> in the article it says, Olga and Vladimir went outside to take a look and, and see what was going on. They looked up, and they both stopped in their tracks. What they saw was a 350-foot disc-shaped object that hovered in front of their house. It was 350 feet away, I apologize. So it was extremely bright, and it was illuminating from the object. Together they stood and just kind of looked at this thing like, you know, what the heck is this? What could it possibly be? And then all of a sudden his wife, Olga, starts to rise in the air miraculously, or maybe unmiraculously, depending on your circumstance, and she started to spiral in a motion. Vladimir reached out, tried to grab her by the leg, but he wasn't able to do so, and then he passed out when he became intensely sick. Next thing he knows, they are on this spacecraft. Vladimir and Olga are, are inside a large, furnitureless room with transparent glass-like walls. They looked around the room to try to figure out and get their bearings, but what they saw were several humanoid entities that were about three feet tall with gray skin, but these are not your typical grays, and I'll tell you why in a second. Of course, they had the large heads, but what was interesting was they had three fingers. Most grays have four or five and on top of that, they had tight-fitting bodysuits with hoods. Most greys don't have hoods. On top of that, they also had masks that were covering their faces. Why would these aliens need masks to cover their faces? I'm thinking like the kabuki masks that only show your eyes. You know, it has like a different face on the outside or different markings, tribal markings or something like that. But that's what these aliens had. They had masks over their face and you could only see their, their large black eyes underneath. Could they, be, could they have been our standard greys? No, because what they noticed next was they didn't have legs. These entities not have legs and instead moved around in a similar way to what a caterpillar would. So these guys must have had like these like long worm-like bodies that were able to move around like a snake or like a caterpillar. Fascinating, right? Because very, very few times we ever heard about some sort of caterpillar-like creature. You, you know, you would think with evolution that you would require two legs to kind of maneuver around and become the alpha-dominant species of your, your planet. But apparently, these little beings, for whatever purpose they serve, existed and were highly intelligent. And were kind of in control here. Now, they also noticed another humanoid that was about five feet tall with similar clothing whose face was completely covered. They don't state that this taller five-foot being had worm-like body or moved like a caterpillar, though. So he may have had legs. We don't know. It doesn't say yes. It doesn't say no. He could have. Uh, so Vladimir was stuck in his spot. He couldn't move. And they took Olga to a medical-like chair, uh, put, placing her in it. Uh, Vladimir was trying to fight and try to go regain... Uh, his wife from these aliens, but he was unable to because an invisible wall Suddenly peered in front of him and he wasn't able to make any more progress 
Moments later, two of the smaller humanoid entities approached him and dragged him away. Now, what's interesting here is that typical typical male humans are going to be at least 5'5", five, five, right? I mean, you know, in most cases, at least 5 feet. So they should be able to fight off these little 3-foot guys, right? But he was unable to. You know, he was stuck in place. Originally, they said he was stuck out of fear. However, now it seems like he's stuck out of uh, some sort of mind control. He attempted to resist causing several more entities to come and assist the first two. A struggle ensued, and all the while a telepathic voice entered his mind, asking him not to struggle. Eventually, one of the entities placed four metal-like rod devices on his chest, and he immediately became paralyzed. Interesting, right? Interesting that they would require some sort of metal-like device, that they wouldn't require some sort of uh, you know, they wouldn't have some sort of wand or something like that that would incapacitate you or some sort of sound device that can incapacitate you. They would actually have to place something on your chest. It's very close range, very easy easy to combat off. Um, so, I mean, even, even we as simple humans have tasers that we can use to incapacitate people uh, from a distance, you know, and not cause too much harm. So the medical procedures that, quote-unquote, had to be done with Vladimir now incapacitated Olga was lying back on her chair. Um, she couldn't see any types of medical equipment. However, when she looked back around down at her torso, she was horrified to see the entities had made an incision across her abdomen. She, The more she looked, she realized she could see her internal organs. Oh, my God. So they cut her open. Despite this, she didn't feel any pain or discomfort. Thank God, right? At least they were able to numb the pain. In fact, she stated that she had a sense of tranquility and relaxation. Although she had no idea what was going on, what was taking place, she believed these entities were taking samples from her organs, and she watched as they used various different medical instruments to do so. Instruments that she had claimed she had never seen before. Seems right, right? You're in an alien ship, you're going to see alien instruments, right? When the experiments were over, she proceeded to sew the incisions, or they proceeded to sew the incisions shut. Although they used some kind of advanced technology to do so. So, this is interesting because they didn't even leave a scar. No scar was ever seen, even afterwards. Stranger still, Olga would later recall that she suffered from stomach pain throughout her life. However, following this encounter, this pain never appeared again. Look at that. So, this is one of those rare cases where aliens actually took care of a human's pain that they've been suffering with for most of their life. Fascinating. Vladimir also underwent experiments at the hand of the creatures, although seemingly not as extensive as those of his wife. At one stage, he recalled an object that appeared similar to a handgun being pressed against his head, although he felt no pain whatsoever. Even stranger, following these experiments, he was taken by smaller human entities to a separate room where the taller entity was. And this is where it gets even more interesting. The strange conversation took place, and Vladimir was asked why... Oh, Vladimir asked why he and his wife had been taken. The humanoid simply replied, it had to be done. Boy, simple, simple, uh, very, very simplistic explanation from these advanced aliens, right? So, after that, Vladimir and Olga were placed in a large armchair-like seats in a room facing transparent walls. 
through the walls. They could see the stars and the planets all around them as if they were in deep, deep space. Vladimir also recalled seeing the sun look different, like a diffused, bright spot of light. The earth appeared no bigger than a tennis ball, and then it appeared as though the spacecraft went into some sort of hyperspeed. Vladimir recalled seeing a flash of white light and a sudden feeling of nausea overtaking him. Within what seemed like an instant, the craft had come to a stop, and he and Olga were looking at a planet that was unknown to them. Unknown. Their encounter was about to take on an even more surreal twist. This is pretty interesting. They get taken to an unknown planet, space boats. That's what they're called, space boats, in this particular article. Let's find out why. So Vladimir and Olga were taken to another room that seemed to be some, some kind of airlock. They could see the smaller entities getting into some smaller cigar-shaped objects that appeared to Vladimir to be some sort of space boat. Vladimir and Olga were placed inside these smaller crafts, which then departed from the main vehicle and took them down lower to the surface of the planet. The closer they got to the planet's surface, the more Vladimir could see that there were open pits dotted about its surface. There was a lot of activity around these pits. It reminds me of like an anthill or an ant farm or ant, you know, whatever you want to call anthill, where the ants are going in and out of the hole and there's a lot of activity going on. It suggested to Vladimir that there were some underground dwellings and that's where these aliens actually lived. And indeed, they did live underground. They would soon return to the mothership, which remained in orbit, and this is one of the, perhaps the most bizarre pieces of information that was passed to Vladimir, was the revelation that both humans and cows were brought to Earth, brought, brought to Earth from another planet. This is interesting. Both humans and cows were brought to Earth from another planet. For Ever since the UFO and alien phenomenon abduction has, has taken place, Aliens and or humans and cows have been abducted. Cows have been mutilated, anuses, genitalia, their mouths cut open, their eyes specifically. And we've never understood why. Additionally, there's been another abduction where that I did a podcast about where it's called Space Cows, okay? And in this one, they talk about how uh, humans require cows, that we require them to, to eat them. That's our food source, right? So that's why a lot of experimentation has been done on cows. So we believe. So that's what they're saying here is that we were brought from another planet as well as cows were brought from another planet. That's what's really interesting to me. Now on top of that, Let's go back to the article here. This is perhaps why both humans and cattle appear to be of such interest to extraterrestrials, right? Once on board the main vessel, Vladimir recalled another flash of light, and he started to get sick once again, like feeling like he was being uh, 
in motion, like in crazy fast motion again. So what followed was when they came to a stop, they were again looking at a planet they were not familiar with. Uh, this was described as an attempt on the entity's part to encourage Vladimir to copulate with a female alien entity. However, he refused to do so. Despite repeated attempts on the alien's part, even going so far as to have, a, have the female entity changed into the form of a beautiful human woman. Now, that's what's really cool here. You know, another piece of interesting information is that they attempted to shapeshift. So, we don't hear about any reptilians in this case. We don't hear about, you know, reptilians are known as shapeshifters. This is not the case, right? We're hearing about these worm-like little gray guys that are three feet tall and some five-foot-tall entities that we don't know if they have legs or not. Um, but apparently they were able to shapeshift. Whether that's through technology or biology, we don't know. From this point on, the extraterrestrials focused on human emotions. This is even more information. This is I'm telling you guys, this is one of the best alien abduction stories and, and most detailed accounts I've ever come across. From this point on, they focused on human emotions and how bizarre this concept was to them. They stated that they were actually surprised that humanity hasn't chosen to kill itself. That's what's surprising because we are so driven by our emotions. We're at the quote-unquote mercy of our emotions. This is an interesting detail and one that other researchers have also stated occupies the minds of these alien visitors. Now, following these conversations, the pair will return to Earth, okay? But let's just think about this for a second. They think that we are so driven by emotion that they're surprised we had not destroyed ourselves, given that how we're such at the mercy of our our, our emotions. You know, I, I mean... and. I gotta give them a little bit of a, a nod there. I mean, you know, we have come close. And now that we have nuclear weapons, I mean, you know, there's significant potential for a lot of the population to be killed off. You know, despite n nuclear weapons capabilities, it would take a lot of them to wipe out the entire population. But it could make, it could make the atmosphere so so toxic that you know plant life could be annihilated probably widespread across the globe and and uh you know make it really difficult for a lot of us to live or anybody else to live uh for a long time so it is possible so um following these conversations like i said they were brought back to earth the following morning around 11 o'clock they woke up in their beds with no memory of how they got there equally bizarrely neither mentioned the incident to each other for some time each privately asking themselves if they had imagined the whole the whole deal so vladimir eventually made contact with a ufo researcher yuri stepanov who would agree to put him under hypnotic regression in order to unlock some if some of the uh, uh experience um one of the most intriguing details uh, came about uh, during this hypnosis that plasma of some sort surrounded the spacecraft as it traveled through space. This plasma also made the craft invisible to the human eye, and it made it undetectable on radar. During the investigation, the family was medically inspected uh, to see if they had any implants. However, there was no implants or evidence to su suggest that that was the case. There was some bizarre apparent consequences of the encounter. For example, Vladimir's gray hair suddenly had color once more. That's interesting. And he generally felt fitter and stronger, and Olga's stomach issues never returned. 
even stranger, she had the ability to make a drunk person completely sober just by placing her hand on their forehead for two minutes. Despite this, when many in the local community heard of their claims, they were regularly mocked and even accused of having made up the entire affair. Gotta love that. It remains one of the most intriguing alien abductions ever occurred on record. Two years previously, another intriguing encounter occurred, which was documented, documented in the same newspaper in the Ukraine. And that will be the next podcast we'll talk about. So this is a really, really, really super interesting, super detailed uh, experience. And, you know, what's interesting is, is that these guys were taken. They had experiments done on them. But the experiments seemed to be to heal them, to heal any ailments that they had. Additionally, they tried to get Vladimir to procreate with a female alien. Did they take them because they are of they were of you know pretty decent health, and they wanted to to continue their DNA lineage, utilizing the best DNA that they could find uh, that was natural. You know, because I mean, natural is the best way to go in a lot of these cases, even if you created in a lab sometimes it's not always the best so they might be just trying to take individuals who have high quality dna that are in, in relatively fit, good physical health if they have a few issues maybe the aliens fix it and then ask them to uh to procreate or maybe they just wanted vladimir and they took her along olga along and, and just fixed her so that uh, vladimir could remain in good mental health that's another possibility we don't know so what else though? What's you know what's really interesting is that again, there's superpowers in this one. Olga walks away with superpowers, being able to make somebody completely sober from being drunk just by touching their head. Imagine what other superpowers she probably had, she just didn't know about it. Imagine that, right? Because I mean, let's face it, being sober after being drunk, I mean I, I what do you call yourself? Sober woman? Like it's not the best superhero name in the world. I bet you she had the capability of healing people as well, removing toxins, right? That's kind of what she did. She removed the alcohol toxin from the bloodstream with that power. So is it possible that she could make people well again? Did Were the aliens somehow or did they somehow give off that, that, that power? Did they implant that power? Did they give her that power or, or was it merely just by being in their presence that the power just rubbed off on her? Or was it something else? What else is fascinating? They found out about the plasma on the aircraft. That plasma was allowing it to remain undetected and allowing it to fly. Also, they were taken on board a craft. That happens a lot in, in uh, alien abductions. But what's really fascinating about this one, again, is that they were taken to two alien planets. And the one they were able to see the alien home planet where they were able to burrow underground and lived underground, which is directly congruent with the fact that they are worm-like creatures, that worm-like creatures do what? They bury underground. And when it gets too wet underground, they come up and they bury themselves up here. They, they tunnel their way up here uh, on, onto the surface to get out of the, out of the, the, the flooded area. So it's totally congruent. It's totally congruent. And, and it's totally congruent with a lot of other alien abduction stories. And what's fascinating is it's not just these two, right? It's the children that also saw these, these flying discs, these, these shooting stars, quote-unquote, in the car as they were coming home. So it's not just a couple of, you know, 
people making up stories. It's also the two children who, you know, we know children really tell the truth usually. And so, you know, unless they're about to get in trouble or something, but you know, they generally tell the truth about the things that they see. And so it, it makes you, it gives you that extra veracity to this story, that extra truthfulness to this story. And, um, it, it just adds an extra layer to, to the, to the, um, the fascinating aspects of it. So what do you think? What do you think about this story? I mean, we could really go on and on and talk about this a lot. Um, you know, they also had different different aircraft inside of this large aircraft. They had small cigar-shaped objects that uh, appeared to Vladimir to be some sort of space boat. They were put in these smaller crafts to depart from the main vehicle and then went down to, to the surface of the planet. That's what's fascinating to me. I, would you take some aliens down onto Earth? I mean, why did they do that? You know, that's that's something that we didn't find out. They didn't say that they were. They talked to like some leader on the planet, or they didn't say that they met a met a village of these creatures. They just said that they went down onto the planet um, and saw that they did live underground. Maybe they were knocked out unconscious again. You know, maybe maybe that's uh, that part of it's even deeper in in their subconscious that needs to be pulled out through uh, further hypnotic regression therapy. That's possible. But these open pits on this planet, you know, just indicate that they are very similar to ants and have an opening to the entrance of their their living quarters. Same thing with the reptilians on our planet. We have a lot of stories of reptilians that have these entrance doors and they're like these metal doors and they're like hidden, you know, deeply hidden, but they're there. And then they have a, a full structure of stairs and things like that underground. A lot of times they talk about them being under, underground in the uh, the Kentucky, uh, what are they, the Mammoth Caves or something like that. Uh, deep underground caves that stretch on for miles and miles and miles. Uh, so, what do you think about this one, man? I think this is the best. Almost, I mean, it's definitely up there in like the top three. You got Betty and Barney Hill. The, the, you know, the only thing I can say about the Betty and Barney Hill abduction that might be a little bit better about than this one is that she was able to recall a map. And then later on, they were able to verify that map through uh, astronomers and scientists that they there is, in fact, this location in the sky and that it's Zeta Reticuli and, and they know about it. But they don't know. They didn't say that they knew aliens came from there, but they were aware of this this uh, star system. And it was verified. So, you know what I mean? So, they have that little bit of detail that might push them to the very top. But this one, yeah, I'm telling you, it's not very far behind number one. So, if you want, do your research on it. Feel free to check out the article. It's on ufoinsight.com. Um, they got some great stuff. The uh, The title is The Dubno Alien Abduction Case and Ukraine's Long History of UFO Encounters. So, I'm going to bring you the next Ukraine uh UFO encounter, which uh, is from 2006, and it's a uh, it, it's another interesting one. So stay tuned. I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves, staying healthy, staying well, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, question the universe around you. Till next time, guys. Take care and Lockdown Universe out.